congratulations, you are ready to start outsourcing some of your tasks. But do you know how to outsource first and what to look for in a virtual assistant? Well, listen up. Hey guys, it's Liz Stapleton from the Blogger Breakthrough Summit. And this is the podcast where we share tidbits and tips from our fantastic summit speakers that they've shared during the summits. Uh, Today, I'm excited to be sharing some of Kayla Sloan's tips that she shared during the 2020 Blogger Breakthrough Summit. She is an outsourcing expert, and I'm going to go ahead and let's dive in. So the first step in getting ready to onboard a virtual assistant is to make sure that you are prepared to do so. You, as the CEO of your blogging business, need to make sure that you're ready to take things to the next level when you start building a team. This is really important because the majority of bloggers have either not had any management experience, for example, from a part-time job or a full-time job they've had in the past, or maybe they aren't used to managing someone virtually, which can be a very different experience from managing someone in person. So here's how you can get prepared to hire and onboard a virtual assistant in your business. Now, there's just a couple steps here to make sure that you are personally prepared to hire, but they're really important to ensure a successful outcome. So here's what you need to do. First, you need to figure out exactly what it is you need. So what tasks could you take off your plate? What skills are you looking for in a virtual assistant? Also, make sure to ask yourself whether or not you need to have specific things done at certain times or on specific days, or if you can be a little bit more flexible. Now, if you don't know the answers to these questions off the top of your head, you need to take some time to do a time and task audit to figure out what is taking up so much of your time and if it's something that could be done by someone else. AKA, it doesn't necessarily have to be you doing everything in your business. There are certainly some things that you have to do yourself, things that take your particular likeness, for example, if you're the face of your business. So if that's the case, you'll need to do things like videos, interviews, photos, things like that yourself. But there are also plenty of things you don't have to do yourself, even if you are the face of your business. That can be things like writing blog posts, writing social media posts, responding to the majority of emails that come into your overflowing inbox, interacting on social media, creating blog post images, etc. All of those things are things done behind the scenes that can be done by someone else. Now, the bonus perk of doing a time and task audit is that you'll figure out exactly how long it takes you to do some of these things. So if you end up outsourcing them, you should know about how long they'll take your virtual assistant and about how much it'll cost you if your virtual assistant charges hourly. Now, the second thing you need to do to get prepared to hire a virtual assistant is to make sure that you're aware of and know your own personality. So for example, are you laid back or do you tend to micromanage things in your business? Or are you really friendly and outgoing? Or do you prefer not to be bothered when you're working? These personality traits will also affect who you'll want to work with in your business and who could be the best fit for you personally. Now, the third piece here is that you need to learn to let go. And that can be easier said than done for sure. But now is the time to prepare the expectation that you'll have to let go of some control and a part of your business in order to onboard a virtual assistant. Realize that the virtual assistant will have to do some things that you don't have the time and energy to do, but that they may not or probably won't do them the exact same way that you will unless you have an extremely detailed written out process, but even then your virtual assistant may do things slightly differently than you would have done them yourself. And you have to be okay with that. 
Now, the truth is you can still demand very high quality work and recognize that even then it may still be done slightly differently than you would have done it. It also comes back to that old saying that done is better than perfect. So you have to recognize and know that that's going to have to be okay as you get ready to outsource and hire a virtual assistant. Okay, so time to take action here on this first step. So again, first, if you don't know what to outsource or you don't know the answer to the questions we talked about earlier, it's important to do a time audit to see what is taking up the biggest chunk of your time. After you see what's taking up all of your time, the second thing you need to do is to decide what you want to outsource first. Now, I will also say that that doesn't mean that you can't outsource some more of those things from your time audit later. Just go ahead and get started with one biggest headache or biggest pain point first after you do your time audit. All right. Hopefully this episode has given you a great framework to use when you're hiring AVA for yourself. Be sure to join me next time when we take a look at how to align our goals with our to-do list. I'll catch you then.